Hi, this is Brad Constantine, and you've reached the Book of Mormon Lecture Series. I've been teaching seminary and institute for the last 11 years, and uh, this is an attempt to do a deep dive into the Book of Mormon itself. I'm hoping that you'll find this uplifting and edifying. This is not an official recording of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, but every attempt has been made to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. So if you're ready for a deep dive into the Book of Mormon, here we go. Hi, and welcome back to the Book of Mormon podcast. This discussion is going to be on Alma chapter 33. So Alma is now continuing his discourse to those Zoramites that have been that have, be, that have become humble because they've been kicked out of their synagogues. And so this is a continuation of that same uh, discourse that he's had. Verse 1, Now after Alma had spoken these words, they sent forth unto him, desiring to know whether they should believe in one God, that they might obtain this fruit of which he had spoken, or how they should plant the seed, or the word of which he had spoken, which he said must be planted in their hearts, or in what manner they should begin to exercise their faith. And Alma said unto them, Behold, ye have said that ye could not worship your God, because ye are cast out of your synagogues. But behold, I say unto you, If ye suppose that ye cannot worship God, ye do greatly err. And ye ought to search the scriptures. Notice searching the scriptures, it's not just a casual thing. If ye suppose that they have taught you this, ye do not understand them. Do ye remember to have read what Zenos the prophet of old has said concerning prayer or worship? For he said, Thou art merciful, O God, for thou hast heard my prayer, even when I was in the wilderness. Yea, thou wast merciful when I prayed concerning those who were mine enemies, and thou didst turn them to me. His enemies became his friends, in other words. Verse 5, Yea, O God, and thou wast merciful unto me when I did cry unto thee in my field, when I did cry unto thee in my prayer, and thou didst hear me. And again, O God, when I did turn to my house, thou didst hear me in my prayer. And when I did turn unto my closet, O Lord, and prayed unto thee, thou didst hear me. Yea, thou art merciful unto thy children when they cry unto thee to be heard of thee, and not of men, and thou wilt hear them. Yea, O God, thou hast been merciful unto me, and heard my cries in the midst of thy congregation. Yea, and thou hast also heard me when I have been cast out, and when I have been despised by mine enemies. Yea, thou didst hear my cries, and wast angry with mine enemies, and thou didst visit them in thine anger with speedy destruction. And thou didst hear me because of mine afflictions and my sincerity, and it is because of thy Son, that thou hast been thus merciful unto me. Therefore I will cry unto thee in all my in all mine afflictions, for in thee is my joy, for thou hast turned thy, thy judgments away from me because of thy son. So here Alma is using the words of Zenic to kind of show these people uh, of the Zoramites who have been cast out and afflicted by their brothers that uh, that uh, Zoram or that uh, Zenus had the same or that Zenic had the same. I'm sorry, Zenus had the same experience. Elder McConkie said. Statements by the seers of Old Testament times, which have been preserved for us, that God should have a son, are few and far between. Actually, the Book of Mormon tells us more about the usage of the name, the Son of God, by Old Testament prophets than does that volume of Holy Writ itself. Nephi, the son of Helaman, as he sought diligently to prepare his people for the coming of their Messiah, told them that both Moses and Abraham bore record that the Son of God should come that many days before the days of Abraham so certified that all the holy prophets from Abraham to Moses did likewise, and that since the days of Abraham there have been many prophets that have testified of these things, including Zenos, Zenic, Isaiah, Isaiah, and Jeremiah, all of whom labored among Old Testament peoples. The same witness, he said, had been borne by almost all of our fathers among the Nephites. Alma, with the brass plates of Laban as his source, quoted, three, quoted these words from a prayer of Zenos, 
fragmentary as our records are, it is nonetheless clear that all of the prophets of Old Testament times knew and taught that the promised Messiah would be the Son of God. And now Alma said unto them in verse 12, Do ye believe these those scriptures which have been written by them of old? Behold, if ye do, ye must believe what Zenos said. For behold, he said, Thou hast turned away thy judgments because of thy son. Now behold, my brethren, I would ask if ye have read the scriptures, if ye have, how can ye disbelieve on the Son of God? For it is not written that Zenos alone spake of these things, but Zenic also spake of these things. For behold, he said, Thou art angry, O Lord, with this people, because they will not understand thy mercies, which thou hast bestowed upon them because of thy son. And now, my brethren, ye see that a second prophet of old has testified of the Son of God, and because the people would not understand his words, they stoned him to death. But behold, this is not all. These are not the only ones who have spoken concerning the Son of God. Behold, he has spoken of by Moses. He was spoken of by Moses. Yea, and behold, a type was raised up in the wilderness that whosoever should look upon it might live. And many did look and live. Now that's talking about the brazen serpent in Numbers chapter 21. But few understood the meaning of those things, and this because of the hardness of their hearts. But there were many who were so hardened that they would not look. Therefore they perished. Now the reason they would not look is because they did not believe that it would heal them. O oh, my brethren, if he could be healed by merely casting about your eyes that ye might be healed, would ye not quickly would ye not behold quickly, or would ye not or would ye rather harden your hearts in unbelief and be slothful, that ye would not cast your eye about your eyes that ye might perish? If so, woe shall come upon you, but if not so, then cast about your eyes and begin to believe in the Son of God, that he will come to redeem his people, and that he shall suffer and die to atone for their sins, and that he shall rise again from the dead, which shall bring to pass the resurrection, that all men shall stand before him to be judged at the last and judgment day according to their works. And now, my brethren, I desire that ye shall plant this word in your hearts, and as it beginneth to swell, even so nourish it by your faith, and behold, it will become a tree springing up into you, springing up in you unto everlasting life. And then may God grant unto you that your burdens may be light through the joy of his son. And even all this can ye do if ye will. Amen. So now that's Alma uh, finishing up his uh, discussion here with the with these people of the Zoramites. And uh, as we liken this to ourselves, that we should also be thinking uh, about this as it pertains to us, that we need to uh, plant the seed. We need to uh, uh, rely upon the Savior's atoning sacrifice and uh, and not waste his atonement, but to, to use it in our lives, that we might look to the tree, which is Jesus Christ, and uh, his everlasting gospel. And I bear testimony that these things are true in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. See you next time, I hope.